Pro Racing. Show us your tips. Daggy and Beaver with you. We can see the Beaver's beautiful head this week uh, after the Wednesday effort. Welcome back, mate. What's going on? Oh, mate, uh, just getting through the holidays. Uh, last day of the holidays, mate, uh, before back into the real world again. But, uh, yeah, enjoy the break. Beautiful. Uh, we've got a big card of Gold Coast at the Gold Coast. The Magic Means Carnival's on us. Ten races there. Uh, we've got Flemington to look at, maybe a couple of winners from the rest of Australia. Uh, excited about this? It's more I've got into it, more yeah, it's a good betting weekend. It is a good betting weekend. Some tricky tricky races, um, big fields, which means some horses are going to need a lot of luck with uh, barrier draws, uh, and but some good prices there. So you won't need to back too many winners to probably uh, have a good result on the day. Yeah, I love these sort of cards where it's um, you sort of want to you want to find a premium. You want you want a bit of a price, uh, but you get rewarded if you do find them. Uh, I think you, want, you don't want to be diving in too short when horses that need luck. But um, we'll, we'll get into that throughout the card as we kick off in the first. We've got the rail there at the Gold Coast. In fact, let's talk about that first. The rail's in the one metre mark from the nine fifty to three fifty. True for the rest of it. I'm thinking by the end of the day, as they tend to do at the Gold Coast, you want to be swooping or, or running on down the middle. Any thoughts on any of that? Clear air, get out and run. Yeah, I think I think that's although it's not the longest of straights, you can swoop down the outside and make up uh, some good ground in the straights. Uh, um, yeah, probably about the right place is just off the pace and um, unleashing the powerful burst at the end. Beauty. We kick off with a country cup. The start off half million dollars over the twelve hundred metres. Beaver, you're the king of the north, so you can open the batting here. Yeah, look, they come from far and wide here, um, and it's not an easy affair. There's some horses here with some really good country form. Um, I have stuck with the Morgan-trained favourite, Ezekiel, uh, with Jamie Carraboard. Its last start was a very good win in an open-class race at Armadale, where it won by five lengths. And prior to that, um, was it was in Rose Hill, uh, where it finished not far off Poker Jack in a, in a really good race. So it's formed this preparation is been the best of these horses. It does come from New South Wales up to the coast, so I did have it on top. A um, couple of ones in, in the market that I thought could also run well uh, from up north is Xanthus, uh, number six, drawn well, uh, double-figure odds, and Brad. Um, similarly, only had the one start this prep, top weight for a reason. Uh, it can run well at 20s. Lovely. Uh, I've gone with, I've, I've started the day as I'll go through the day looking for a bit of value and I'm going with um, You'll Be Missed on top. I think it's a little trier going really well there. Honest uh, has had the setup at the track coming here. and oh, Coming from Sunshine Coast I should say to here. Um, 14 bucks. Uh, James Allman running line. Everything I'm looking for today. So I'm going to start the day play, a little play with it and a sneaky one a bit wider. You've mentioned a couple of other chances. A sneaky one a bit wider was actually the other Australian bloodstock horse, uh, Sequana. Um, going okay. Um, was stuck back on the inside there, resuming at the Gold Coast, which wasn't a place to be that day. And then um, tick over trial again, drawn out wide now. I like Andrew Mellion as a rider, especially in these sort of horses, and I like the fact it's had a tick over trial. It's 50s, so going to throw that in. Hopefully a bit of A to start the day for us, but um, you know, typical Queensland highway, for lack of a better term, to kick us off. The second is the, the debut, the two-year-olds over the 900 metres, uh, as it suggests, all the first starters here. Uh, and, and obviously they're all going to be targeted. So very interesting race. Don't know how, how heavily you can get involved. But uh, look, I've liked the trials of Rush Hour here. I think both trials have been quite good uh, against some key rivals. 
It's hit the line nicely at while and came to town and trialled well there as well. Uh, around the $7 mark, I think it's a, a nice play. Scared of this Steel City, which has been all a spruik um, throughout the week. J-Mac on. I've seen Mar and Kieran Mar talking it up as, it's, as his best three-year-old. Trials were good, ridden out, but good, obviously. Uh, and is a chance. I assume it's coming here, seeing it's still in. Uh, I haven't seen if it's in Sydney or not, but I assume it's coming here now. It's had got a run. And um, yeah, a few others here. Marching's trialled well. Uh, and look, even if Admonish gets a run here, it's a long way out of the market, but has had the setup at the track, has moved around nicely, trialled at the Gold Coast, and he's a very, very big price for Waller. But um, going with, uh, you can have something to rush out to start this one off, Beaver, yourself? Yeah, tricky race. Um, still a city, as you as you said, uh, big spruik on it. Uh, it is second favourite uh, around the 450 mark. I'm just looking through my form, and it has James McDonald on Steel City and on Desperately. don't know if you're seeing the same thing. Yes, it is. Um, I assume so, um, Steel City would take the precedence if it gets a run, just because it was an emergency. Yeah, just thought it may not, um, may not start. How have you seen? Yeah, who knows? Uh, I think it's still in, in Sydney too, so... Um, yeah, any yeah. thoughts on the rest of it as I, as I see and find an answer? Yes, so Steel City I did have on top. I thought um, the spruik was enough for me and the trials um, to support that. Uh, suggest it can run well from gate seven. And I thought um, the first starter, Aristella, um, with Cahill aboard, I liked its trial at the Gold Coast, has had a hit out here. So has sided has the track around $10. I thought it could run well and um, the two I was looking at. Beautiful. Just having a quick look now. We're all prepared here. On social media, and can't see much recently. Um, into a dollar seventy-five in Sydney, so perhaps it is staying in Sydney. People, uh, I'm sure people will let us know, and we'll know by the time they race. Obviously, the third is a twenty-two hundred meter staying contest, quality handicap. Uh, what do you like here? Yeah, I've gone for deficit. Um, almost. Some double figure odds here. I, I really liked the way it won last start. Although in in lesser company, it was still uh, it was still a decent race there, and uh, it just set off the pace and hit the line really nicely there. Um, carried fifty eight and a half that day. It's got fifty two here. It's drawn seven, so I think it can get a, a sna snazzy, cozy little run um, in this. Some of the main chances are drawn really wide, so I thought at those odds, it, it was uh, going to be super hard to beat. And I thought um, too much caviar could run well again. Uh, gets a little bit more distance here, but stuck on nicely last start in decent company. Could run well. I've gone with Skylab on top. Uh, tragedy beat in the last time would have been the finish with Die Mill and a uh, horse I'll talk about later at Flemington. Uh, outside gate, clear air, hopefully. I think it's going well. It's been parading well and uh, can bring that here and have some even luck from... Uh, I had Street Dancer as the main danger, actually. I think it's Honest Little Trier up there. Uh, going well, uh, like that Irish Playboy form, and, again, getting a price because it's drawn out there. Think Clear Air Suits uh, had deficit in SPS, like you said. So, near the three for me here. Good race. Um, I'll probably agree, so too much caviar into an early quaddy uh, on the day. Yeah, I just thought Skylab drawn 17 with 60. That's a big ask. It's going to have to run. I need some luck. Yes. Well, it hasn't had much yet, has it? Uh, no. The fourth is the Syndicate, another million-dollar race over the 1,200 metres for the... Well, obviously for the sprinters. 
And, and I was looking at the two stablemates here. Um, Scalapini, I liked how it went down in uh, during the Spring Carnival down in Melbourne. Uh, nice trial here uh, to set up for this. Gets close to control, gets Mark Zara, which is a big tick. And think it runs well. And I was keen on the stablemate Contemptuous, slightly raced. Uh, resumed nicely. Unfortunately, has to carry Craig Williams. But um, hopefully some of these jockeys can get their shit back together this weekend and um, ride well. Uh, the other two for me from, I thought, Bobstar was a big price going well. Andrew Mallion uh, in the bloodstock colours. But, yeah, two and four from me. Set out to find 11-11, who's won on this day, I think, the last three years. But just don't know if it's going any good. Can win, though, not the strongest race. What have you made of this? Yes, and it's getting older as well, mm. um, 11-11. I went for Scalapini as well. Uh, loves racing in in Queensland. Uh, had some great form last preparation uh, where it started, was well back and started favourite in a couple of races in Melbourne and duly saluted. I think it can run well first up. Uh, next best, I had a good value, was Rangers. I think mm. it's improving. Uh, again, Gate 12 and Tommy Berry aboard, it's going to need a little bit of luck, but third up um, continues to improve and did some good work when last in worked, so uh, had hit as the knockout chance. The fifth is a 1,300 metres, million dollar race for the Phillies and Mares. Uh, what do you like here, Beaver? Does does J-Max sticking to Brooks Buyer suggest he's top, she's the Waller top seed, or have you looked elsewhere? Look, didn't really like the race at all. I thought this was um, some horses that are generally fairly hard to catch. Um, couldn't really stamp anything. I was more looking down in for something at a bit of value. I thought something like Terramides uh, was, uh, again, at the country last start, but uh, won well, and you tipped Mobster earlier. I thought something like it presented good value. And I thought Mimi Lagardia could run better um, after a win, uh, finished, didn't have a lot of luck in its last start and um, think it can run well again. But, yeah, not a race I was overly keen on, to be honest. Yeah, I went looking wide as well. A couple I'll mention. Uh, Barossa Ross is flying and has beaten up. The last two starts has pretty much beaten a good chunk of these this field. Um, nice draw in seven. Jim Byrne knows his track well enough. Uh, runs well again. But the the play here for me, I think, is Belarus. Uh, I like Mickey D going on for Chris Waller. I like the fact it had the run at the track last week. Quick back up again. It ran quite well against Latika, uh, who I'll, I'll mention later on. Uh, and it's 16 bucks. Um, running line, Mickey D's a, yeah, just about my favourite jockey, at least in Melbourne. And Keen around around that price, it can give you a nice sight. But, yeah, this is a typical one. They could run this five times and have five different winners. So I'll, I'll be looking for value here, as I've said. The sixth, uh, maybe the only race we can really zero in, is the 1,200-metre Snippets, another million-dollar race. Where, look, there's an element of trust with this horse, but, geez, it won well first up, King of Sparta. Uh, absolutely flew down the middle of the track. J-Mac has uh, jumped on. I know uh, the stable's keen. I know uh, the all these Snowden horses got up there early uh, from my float driver mail I get now. Uh, they all went up and try, had a track work up there during the week. We've got all sorts up now, Beaver. We've even got the float drivers letting us know what's going on. Uh, big shout-out to the Cowboy. But um, they're up there, and they're keen it runs well again, and I, I am too. I think it's the horse to beat. I think the two the two that I'll throw in early quaddy are the two Waller horses outside the market, Foulmaster and, um, and Blondeau. Both can improve from what they've been doing. But uh, what have you thought of this? 
Yeah, I had uh, King of Sparta clear on top here. I think that this will set up very nicely for, for it. The uh, gate nine is the right draw. Um, Space Boy will ensure that there's plenty of pace on here, um, which will just mean that it will be set up for something uh, coming home nice and nice and hard. So I thought it could run well. Um, and I thought uh, if I was chucking a couple in at some value acts, uh, about 20s runs well at this track. Um, and similarly could be running on down the middle of the track, um, as well as Hard Empire. Uh, resuming here can run a nice race, but uh, clear on top for me, King of Sparta. Beauty. Uh, one of the features on the card is the $2 million two-year-old classic. Um, cracking two-year-old race. What, how have you lined these up? Is is the Sydney form all it's cracked up to be is the, the question I sort of had. Well, you've got to take it on face value and, and trust, trust the form. You've got, you know, horses from all over the place here. Look, if Sovereign Fund had drawn better, I'd be far more confident, but that's probably giving what's giving you the sort of $6 plus mark. Uh, but I've got it on top um, from the Snowden stable. He's got the two favourites here. I'm just leaning to it. I think the other, if they were drawn differently, it might the market might be slightly flipped. Um, but I've got Sovereign Fund on top. Uh, some of the other hardest to beat, uh, Platinum Jubilee, uh, liked its first up run. I think it'll be the, the most improved from that run. And I think it can run super well. Gate six is perfect. It will be on speed. Um, so I expect it to run really well. And I and I do think um, Croatian Bell uh, coming out from Melbourne, I think it's got some ability. I think, um, again, if, if the races run to suit and it gets uh, cover and in the running line, um, it can run home and... Uh, be a good chance of filling a placing. Cool. Yeah, tricky times. I, I've seen it's been vetted this morning, so I'm a bit nervous. Apparently it's got a bit of an issue, so it may not even turn up here, but I think that was a complete barrier trial for Sunsource last week or the other week. How was that? It couldn't. It was impossible to win the way that race was run. It's now drawn inside, gets Mark Zara on, and it's 20s. I really liked its uh, first up, uh, its debut win. And at the price, I'm going to have something there should it turn up here. Uh, and I'm going to spec a couple of others. Uh, Miss Cuda gets Craig Williams off. And um, Fire Lane has beaten the key rivals, albeit had the perfect setup there um, last time out. But it's still 20s. And um, when it's been winning uh, and getting running, a, a nice running line draw here, uh, going to play predominantly. Smaller bets around those three. Uh, I think of the fancied horses, I agree. Platinum Jubilee is the one that um, has the most improvement and will be ready to go here. Uh, but good race. We'll learn a lot more out of it. Obviously, we'll learn a lot more about the Golden Slipper out of it, I'd suspect, as well. Uh, but we'll see how we go there. Uh, good luck as well, actually, by the way. Good friends of the show. Mark and Jackie have the half to fire lane going through the Magic Moon sale on the weekend. So good luck to them. Hopefully it runs well for them. The three-year-olds is the up next for another $2 million race here, Beaver, where I am looking towards, I uh, mentioned earlier, I'm going to play a couple again at double figures. I like Latika. Uh, I liked its last start win. I like the quick backup here, beating the old horses back here. I like Tim Clark going on in a race where it can get close to control through that inside there. And uh, I think gives you a nice sight. Um, from... Uh, Horse which will actually suit Jamie Carr here, I think. Hell I am. Uh, just didn't have the greatest of luck at Gosford. Running line here, Jamie Carr, it's the sort of horse that you just get a... What she does well is get the horse in the rhythm, balanced and, and running. So I'm going to look around those two and...
play the race that way. Scared of Yellow Brick, scared of Tijuana, but um, that's how I've seen this. What have you made of it? Yeah, no, I've got Russian Conquest on top here. Uh, I thought it was outstanding resuming. Uh, really, really let down nicely um, at the end of that race. Uh, wouldn't have needed to be much further, and I probably think it, it gets the chockies there. I think the extra 200 suits, it's got a great draw. Um, I think it's primed to run well here from the Snowden Yard. Very scary yellow brick, just don't know how good this horse is. Um, and I thought you were right. I thought Hell I Am uh, could run well as well. It's, uh, it was a nice run last start in the Gosford Guineas and uh, wasn't disgraced there. It can run well. The ninth is the Whispering Angel Magic Means Cup, 1425 metres quality listed race um, for the Magic Means horses, obviously. What have you done here as I just look at who's come out this morning? What have you done here, Beaver? You're going to laugh at me. You're going to tip um, Superior, aren't you? Yep. So I am going to go to Superior. Uh, I think it's this sets up really nicely here for as well. It powered home last start at Ramwick. Um, hopefully it's found its form. I think it, some of its runs this time in, uh, particularly the last two, haven't been too bad. It's been flying home. I'm hoping this sets, race sets up with a bit of speed. For those coming down the middle of the track, uh, gate 12 can get out into clear air there. Um, and I think it can run really well. We know Emerald Kingdom will, will probably make sure that there's enough pace on. Not sure it, the, the 14.25 is going to suit it uh, with 60 kilos, but um, that's why I'm hoping it is set up nicely for Superium. And I, in the same vein, I think a horse like Paladas, uh, similarly drawn out wide, go back, um, third up here, um, has a... On its day, has an amazing finishing burst. I think it can run well as well. So I'll be playing those two horses at double-figure odds. Yeah, my notes open with, I'll be in another coma if Superior wins again. So there we go. Um, it got me last time. And, and as you know, that horse is... Anyway, um, I'm going to go with <laughs> Emerald Kingdom. Uh, I, I think it's going really well. I think Form Ran, it's... Um, Good, and I think I like the way it just uh, led and bolted in last time out, beating Holyfield. From the other on pace, uh, Petronius, uh, another Queenslander who's going to ride the pace with it, uh, and going well. Um, comes here with a nice setup. I agree, Paladis is the the swooper that I'd be scared of, but uh, a good race. Going to stick with the locals for this one. Going to finish with the, the uh, thirteen hundred meter race to wrap up the day where I, I had issues with this race. I, I wasn't quite sure where to look. Uh, I've ended up with Indiscreetly on top, lightly raced. Um, nice trial comes here. But uh, I yeah couldn't get my head clearly around this one. Who do you go with? Indiscreetly. Lovely. It um, sets up nicely here. Uh, I think it's best horse in this race. Uh, ran well when first up last time, so it does go well fresh. Thought the trial was good. And I think... Um, Gate four's perfect. I think he can get in the running line and uh, be too strong for these. So clear on top for me. Lovely. Um, given you're the king in the north, would you like the honours of the Magic Millions Quaddy? Thanks, mate. Uh, appreciate your, your kind thoughts in allowing me to do this one. Yeah, just I just thought um, you'd like that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so my tips uh, in the first leg, the Magic Millions itself, number two, Sovereign Fund, number four, Emperor of Japan, Number 10, Platinum Jubilee. Number 11, Croatian Bell. Number 14, Miss Kuta. Mm -hmm. 
Second leg, race eight, I've gone. Number one, Tijuana. Number four, Yellow Brick. Number seven, Hell I Am. Number 14, Russian Conquest. In the third leg, race nine, I've gone number two, Emerald Kingdom. Sorry, number one, Vega, Vega One. Number seven, Superium. Number 19, Paladas. And number eight, Love Tap. And to finish the day, I have gone number two, Wisdom of Water. Number three, Alpine Edge. Number six, Indiscreetly. And number 12, stutter, Stuttering. Stuttering. <laughs> ah, well played, Beaver. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, you've got a best in value up there. I do. My best is race six, number one, King of Sparta. I think it looks clear on top for the day. And my value bet is race nine, number seven, Superium. Cool. All right. <laughs> you don't need to pause there, mate. <laughs> my best is, uh, it's anyone I could stamp, race six, number one, King of Sparta. My value on the card, race eight, number seven, Hell I Am, and race five, number 12, Bella Rouge. Uh, but as you would have noticed, I don't think I've tipped anything at single figures bar King of Sparta, so keen to play value all day there. I'm pretty excited to, to play around with, um, get my fair screen looking nice and covered and play three, two, three in a race, maybe four. So exciting times. We head down, let's plug progetracing.com.au, check them out. There's plenty going on there as we head towards the Autumn Carnival. It's only around the corner and that's uh, suggested by the fact we've got the Standish tomorrow at Flemington where it's hot. Uh, so I'm suggesting, uh, well, it's going to be a dry track. Rail moves into the eight metre mark. Flemington generally plays fair, but I've just got a, an icky feeling it might be on pace tomorrow if it really dries out. Can't really shake that, but I, there's no real evidence to base it on, at least uh, in my limited searching. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, any thoughts on on that, Beef? Yeah, look, uh, probably get a good line for that through the first few races, which are probably at least the first um, uh, are tricky affairs. And uh, so, yeah, you probably probably be having a look there and down the straight there, see where they're getting to, and sort of guide a bit by that. But big big race card and a very early start. Yeah, what have we got? 10.30 start. Just noticed that. Mm. For the heat, I uh, guess I have to get out of bed. Um, we kick off with the two-year-old. Very much a case, it, I find in Melbourne, on these dry summer tracks, when you find winners, you just stick with them Do they stop winning. And uh, this is the case today, I think, but we'll, we'll get through each race. We kick off with the babies of 1,100 metres up the straight to start off. Anything caught your eye here? Not really. Probably just look at this race for get a bit of a guide of what's happening for the day. So too many first starters for me in trying to line this form up. So I'll let this one um, go through the keeper and use it as a guide. Yeah, similar. Uh, obviously a few of these probably on the Blue Diamond path. And I'd like to jump out to most of them, so I can't really split them too well. VC looks a nice mover, lovely big mover. And straight could suit there. Uh, and Rhodesian Red is 20s for the Kavanagh team. Did win both jump outs here and beat a few key rivals in those, uh, which are fancied in the market. But um, like I said, I, I could find upside to just about every runner here. So we'll get to the second, which is a benchmark 72,000 metres. Are you sticking with uh, your man, Paddy Payne? Yeah, I am sticking with Paddy Payne. Um... Trains a great stayer, and uh, this looks like a horse with a bit of uh, 
ability. Uh, one well first up and then stepped out to 2000. Was only nutted there, but uh, second start over the longer journey. Uh, one comfortably. Got to carry the big weight, but uh, this is not the most difficult of affairs. So um, clear on top here. Same. Lucked away once it um, didn't have the best of luck there. Once it bounced up, hit the line beautifully. Just looks a perfect Flemington horse. And you can trust Paddy Payne once he once his horses are going, they stay up for a long time. So um, with it, uh, Soul Choice and Pale Face are going nearly quarter for me. The third, two thousand meters again over the again a benchmark seventy. Uh, this is well, these are this is tough work. These benchmark seventies on a Saturday. I'm going to put Beretta on top. I think it's going well. Um, uh, there's an argument if it got clear air along the rail there last time out, it makes St Lawrence very very nervous. Uh, as it was finished quite close. Uh, this time gets Jai McNeil, gets uh, a flowing barrier up Flemington Strait and around a $9 mark, I think, runs well from a couple at a price. Um, Commando Drift ran around in uh, some of the Group 1 stuff last prep, all on wet tracks, resumed on the dry, uh, ran well and went to Yarra Valley, had a big kill, now has a claim under the minimum here. And it's $12 a bit. This looks like a nice pack carry play at that price, um, straight to the staying trips. And Dublin Journal, uh, we've we had an opinion off the jump outs uh, a couple of months ago. Had a couple of tick overs, then sat outside lead Sandown, and I thought it ran quite well there. Now goes from uh, Lafferty Edgeley Car to getting Jamie Mott, who will suit. Uh, will be on pace, not too far back in his twenties. Uh, so I'm going to play around those three horses and hopefully get a result. Beaver, how do you line these up? Yeah, tricky, tricky, tricky affair here. I'm going to stick with the winning form of Pacino. Uh, thought it was a perfect ride last start. Um, just sat in on the fence uh, when the gap opened up. Uh, it went through it pretty easy and just it was hitting the line down the middle of the track the best and just ran over the top of them there. Uh, that's good form for me. Don't know much about uh, Quilty as a, as a jockey, but uh, gets a three-kilo claim here. Uh, but I do like the trainer, Brisbane. Um, goes well. So I've got Pacino on top here. I think it can run well. $6 is good, and I thought you're right, Beretta can continue to run uh, consistently and, and be in the finish. The fourth, we're still over the 2,000 metres, this time at a benchmark 100 level. Uh, are you sticking solid here with the favourite? No, I'm not. I'm going for Spirit Ridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, third up here today, I think it's the best horse in the race. I thought last run was uh, an improved performance. Um, both starts this prep have been over um, in Group 2 and Group 3 company. I think now it's got the fitness um, that it needs. Uh, and I think it's probably the best horse in the race. Um, Blake Shin on board, good jockey, gets the right run. I'm sticking with the favourite. I think you'll get a price. I think you might get 250 260 um, But I love the fight it showed last time. Uh, I think it runs well again here, gets close to the... It rolls along on pace with Spirit Ridge. Had it as the only danger. Blake Shin on, you've covered it off well. Um, bringing a Sydney form down, dry track suits. Uh, and obviously good to see Blake Shin back, so... Um, two chances for me there, four from two. The fifth, 1,400 metre, benchmark 78 is up next, where, again, I'm sticking with the winning form. Forbidden City has bolted in the last two starts. It was impressive again. Uh, Luke Nolan jumps back on. Love it. It's going to run well here. Why would I want to jump off? I, in fact, could um, make very little case for much else. Three, three and four go in my EQ. But um, Forbidden City, Keen, it uh, is one of the better bets on the card, Beaver. Couldn't agree more. Um, not sure why it's not favourite, to be honest. Uh, they've got this wrong in the market. 
Uh, I'm pretty confident of that. Um, and for that reason, I've got Forbidden City on top. I'd be taking that price now because I don't think you're going to get it later. It will start favourite, and I think it'll be hardest to beat. Yeah. How is his punting, eh? The quaddy kicks Hopefully. off with the uh, Standish, the group three up the straight here, and $5 a field. Uh, this market's changed a few times since I've done the form, just looking at this now. But uh, is there anything that's caught your eye? Yeah, I'm going to go with... Um, the resuming Western Empire here. I uh, thought it could run really well. Uh, both its runs where it finished fifth last prep were in Group 1 company behind I'm Thunderstruck and Snap Dancer um, and only finished a few lengths behind those. I think that's pretty good form. And then prior to that, uh, had run well in Group 1s. Obviously, 1,200 doesn't suit, but if there's pace on and they can sprint home down the middle of the track here, this will be finishing the hardest of them all. So I'm hoping... I'm hoping that it's fit enough and ready enough to run well in this. Um, so I've got it on top. I think there's a couple of other horses that can run well. I think the step back and distance, um, but down the straight for Umgawa, I think it can run well. It's probably a victim of second up syndrome last start. Um, I think it's nicely placed. So I'll have a chop out on it. Um, and there's sort of the way I'm leaning. I agree. I've got Western Empire on top as well. I, I, it's a Group 1 horse, resuming here. I like the fact it's just a bit of a different setup. Fresh 1,200 metres up the straight, uh, outside gates up the straights, and Jamie Mott is all good. I like the each-way price around the $8. Uh, runs well. Um, I went looking for Vespertine. Don't like gate one, so left it out. Dawn Passage is always a trial star. Um, chugged around two trials down in Flemington. Looked okay. It's going to lead here and just maybe complete Freshen up and getting away from Sydney could be the improver at double figures. Uh, and agree, Rose Quartz and Umgawa are both um, in the game as well. But I like the setup here for Western Empire. I, li- I like different and in a tricky race. It's, I- I'm with you. Benchmark 84 over the mile is up next, race 7. And I am going to go with, well, at the price on top for me, I'm going to forgive Aaron Bay last time. It was... A bit of a horror watch, actually, a bit forward and back and up and down. And uh, It is an honest horse and has bounced back quite well every time it seems to get one of those runs. I like Daniel Moore going on. I like the fact it's 10 bucks. Um Going to stick with it. Pounding is flying. Stable's flying. You're getting a double-figure price of a last start. Track and distance winner. and uh, Not double-figure, an each-way price, I should say. It runs well as well. So they're the two main plays for me. Obviously, favourite can run well here to shock too. But I'm playing around those two, Beaver. What have you thought? I've gone for here to shock. Uh, really like the first up run, like the booking of Blake Shin. And I don't mind the gate one. I think it can sit just behind him here. And uh, this is is not the diff- most difficult field to win a race. It's kind of going back a couple of starts when it won at Caulfield. This is the type of field that uh, here to shock knocks over. And I think it can run well here. Clear on top for me. Lovely. The eighth is a benchmark 78, 1200 metres. Um, what have you done with these up the straight? Yeah, tricky affair to finish the day, but I um, I like the win last start of uh, Jungle Jim. Uh, beat what looks to be a half-decent horse inside. I thought that was a good win. Led there, um, so it has one up Flemington. Gate 10 doesn't hurt. It'll come up the middle of the track. Uh, so I think it can run well. I think it'll be have uh, a bit more fitness edge here, and um, that's my on-top pick. I agree. I agree. I like it, uh, like it as a horse. Um, Fortunately, been the wrong side of it a couple of times, but great setup here. 
I think it runs well again from Kentucky Casanova, who's who's going life is fresh and um, has trialled well for this. We'll run, run well again. They're the two I'll be playing around here. 1,400 metres, benchmark 70 wraps us up. Where I'm sticking with... Uh, where am I here? S well, last chance for me for Victory Bay. Uh, Nolan going back on... Um, just nabbed late last time out. Does need to win one of these, but I think this race is potentially even a bit weaker than what it's been in. I think it runs well. Uh, from uh, Superazzi and Sandy Prince, both a big price. Both have done nothing wrong this prep. Um, Sandy Prince out to the trip, straight up dry track um, are all ticks. I thought the first up run up the straight, once it got through its gears, was, was fine. It was obviously a tick over, and this would be much better suited. But uh, Victory Ray on top, predominantly Beaver, yourself? Uh, look, I'm looking for a little bit of value in the last here. Um, Victory Bay's had plenty of chances, gate 12, and hasn't been able to win, so I'm willing to take it on a little bit. Um, I've gone for blowing yep. uh, at the double-figure odds. Uh, I thought its first up run was pretty good at Warrnambool. I think the, the extra 200 metres suits, and um, it had some decent form when last in work. Ran a nice race behind... Um, Rocco, I think it was, and uh, won a couple of other races um, in good fashion in reasonable company. I think it can run well, gate 10 suits, uh, can come down the middle of the track, and my other one I'd save on is Misso. Um, again, been running well, ultra-consistent of late, and thought, again, if you get close to double-figure odds there, um, worth a stab. Beauty. Uh, the Flemington Quaddy, let's see how we go here with this. First leg, I'm going to go one Western Empire, Five Dawn Passage, eight Rose Quartz, nine Umgawa. Second leg, one Pounding, three Here to Shock, four Aaron Bay, seven Hasseltoff. Third leg, we'll go Jungle, three Jungle Gym, six Kentucky Tassanova. Oh, what do we do with Nickow Spur, Beaver? That was a horse I couldn't get made around. Bugger it. Eight Diamonds in the Sky, nine De Jumbak. And we'll come in with two Super Artsy, three Sandy Prince, nine Victory Bay, ten British Columbia, and f uh, 14 Blowing, 16 Frigid. Um, your best and value for progetracing.com.au. Yeah, my best comes up in race seven, number three, here to shock. I think it'll be hard to beat. And my value bet comes up in race six, number one, Western Empire. Lovely. I am going to make my best race two, number one, Dunkel. And my value race three, number eight, Beretta. Uh, quick plug for PCTC. If you're on Facebook and want to take us on in a tipping comp over the autumn, we've got some barrier trials coming up this week, uh, heading into the autumn carnival, which runs right through to the championships. Some free and paid comps there. Search for Punters Challenge Tipping Comp on Facebook. Beaver and I have been part of it for nearly 10 years now. So a bit yeah. of interest on the weekend. Uh, also check out progetracing.com.au. Uh, quickly, any, have you looked around the rest of Australia? Do you like anything in Sydney? Yeah, had a quick look in Sydney. I did find a couple of hopefully winners there. I thought uh, race two, number one, Kalino. I think it's going well and will be super hard to beat. Um, then I thought later in the day, uh, I'm just trying to find now, I think race seven, number four, Dehorned Unicorn. I think it can run really well again. Uh, of course, it's going uh, very nicely at the moment, so I thought it was hard to beat. And I think in the last race, race 10, number three, Snat can get you out on a winning day in Sydney. Beauty. Uh, I like all of them. I think it's actually not a bad card in Sydney. 
Uh, I like Johnny Allen and uh, Brett Preble in town on the day, so they get to play in the kiddie pool yes. in Sydney with the big boys away. Uh, race one, number four, Red Resistance. I think it runs well for the Waterhouse team. Race two, number one, Kalino will win again. <clears throat> and a bit of value later in the day. Race six, number two, Broken Arrows, last chance. Race nine, number nine, Wanga Wonder was a very big price, I thought. Uh, out wide, Murray Bridge, race seven, number eight, East India Man runs well. There, back from Melbourne, Andy Ascot, race four, number two, Bernia to survive. There you go, winner in every state, Beaver. How's that? You're a legend. Thanks. I get that a lot. Um, <laughs> good luck this weekend. Anything else you want to finish on? Nothing I got. Nothing more i got to say, mate. The punters have listened to me long enough. All right, buddy. Take care. Good punning. Uh, I'll hopefully catch up with you for your beer this afternoon or over the weekend. Sounds like a plan, mate. See you, mate. Take care, punters. Bye-bye.